No, I don't want no scrub. Scrub, na 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 na. I don't even know the words, man. Yeah, I'm here. I'm recording. All right, everybody's here. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I get on here first thing I hear is y'all been podding behind my back. That's uh, <laughs> that's pretty classless. But we have been, man. We've been cheating on you. We did. We did. I cheated on you a little bit too. I mean, it's funny because both me and Aaron are kind of cheating on you because we're yeah. we both co-host stuff with God. you. Exactly. <laughs> it's a double it's like a me, thruple. Man. It's like a thruple, and we've been fucking and not telling you about. <laughs> not telling you behind like, your back. We man. have a. Yeah, we have a deal where if we're gonna fuck, we all three have to be there. But uh, and we, and we uh, that's the polycule, man. Y'all decided to cut out the weakest link. Huh? Yeah, we did, man. <laughs> had had you staring in with your hands on the window? You're just like, hey, <laughs> are we really having that much fun when Tom's around? Let's, let's be honest. So. About it. <laughs> let's be honest. But let's be real, yo. Tom's sitting in that chair in the hotel room. That the chair they call the cuck chair. <laughs> Recorded that. What's going on in that guy's mind? You think? Well, I mean, I know in the porn he's just you know paid to sit there, but like you know yeah. the guys that are really into that, you know. Yeah. I mean, I suppose it's just like let's get the hog cranking here. Like that's the thing to me is like if he's not jerking off, then because like a lot of times you see in 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 like you see these situations and the guy's just kind of sitting there with a camera or something. Mm -hmm. You're like, you ain't getting nothing out of this. What are you going to do not, later not even, on? Not even looking like he's like, like having any <laughs> pleasurable feelings. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's stone faced. Like he could be waiting a lot at the bank or some shit. You can't even tell, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, dude, at least enjoy yourself over here while all this is going on. Did you watch, <laughs> did you watch the, uh, uh, the fucking Jerry Falwell Jr. No, um, that documentary like by to, Billy Corgan, Corbin. No, yeah, yeah. That, the, that's the that's the church dude, man. That's the uh, the the preacher. Yeah, that was his wife. Like they hooked up with his wife. Like they hooked up with this dude who was pretty young, and uh, let they were just like Jerry Falwell Jr. liked to see people fucking his wife, and uh, so they they like. They fucking started a business for this guy. They gave him all this money through the through the school and stuff. What? It's the guy that made uh, bigger, stronger, faster. Oh, made man. it. It's on a Hulu, and it is it. It's fucking. I was watching it with my wife, and I like kind of knew some of the story. And I was like, J "You're sitting there watching it. You're just so excited to get to the part where he's standing there with with his like shirt tied up and <laughs> yeah, he's got like, gun hanging out. Yeah, <laughs> just hanging out in the corner." Yeah, it's yeah. so fun. That movie is so funny because it is like, like the guy that they got the guy that mm. was the uh, uh, dude the well, I the guess cookie? they call it a bull. No, what yeah, they got it? the guy that was doing it, like that yeah. that was fucking his wife. Like yeah. they got the him. Holder. So yeah, and it's his, yeah. it's an interview with him, and he's just like, I ain't, you know. Uh, he was working at this hotel in Miami that's like this really famous hotel. And uh, he was like, you know, there's a lot of hot girls there and stuff like that. And then this this like older woman was like, hey, man, you know, you want to fuck me in front of my husband or some shit like that. And then he talks about because he's not into that shit. Yeah, yeah. He talks about how Jerry Falwell Jr. is like there with his phone camera, just like trying to get good shots and stuff. So, like so that. Wait, did he get did he get paid for it, too? 
Like, and they like, you said they helped him start a business? I, ho- I hope he did. <laughs> the fuckballs are loaded. <laughs> he got some money, right? Like, like I know that they he had this idea for a hostel in Miami. Oh, that's okay. right. And uh, they got that for him. Like, they bought the building outright and and let him run this Damn, this hostel in Miami. Where I got to sign up to be a cuckolder, man. That's I would a, do that's that in a second, right there. Man, that's an easy gig. <laughs> Listen, anybody listening out there that's into that, I will fuck your wife for real estate. No yeah, 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 yeah. Hit me up in the DMs, I, please. I'll fuck your wife <laughs> for a lot less, actually. <laughs> for nothing I've at all, maybe. About, I talked about this in the past on on my show about, well, we did this, we did a podcast once in L.A., and somebody's like, you probably get like $40 a picture of your feet, like of my feet. I showed them my feet. They were dominatrixes, and mm-hmm. they were kind of telling me what I could what i could fetch on the market and it was like 40 dollars a picture and like my dream is that like th- like somebody wants my old underwear or something like yeah. that that seems like the yeah. greatest fucking hustle of all yeah. time is yeah. the 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 women who send people their underwear like oh it would make me so happy if somebody was like brian let me have your old underwear i'd be like all right man you got them right. <laughs> look under yes. my bed what pairs of unwashed boxes and drawers that i have <laughs> just fill up with holes and shit out of me out moldy well have to fact- get rid of the bidet got to get rid of the bidet though because then they're not getting what they paid for you know nah, it's nah. <laughs> they're not getting the skid mark man but yeah, I can't wait for you to see that Falwell movie, Tom. Because have uh, we covered Falwell on Holy Boys? Uh, no, actually, not it, a that's single kind of time. a glaring omission, isn't it? I think we do it because Falwell's a weird one because, like, the guys we that I feel are in our wheelhouse are are the uh, hustlers. The the I mean, I like the prosperity guys so much that like we, I we like skip. the money guys. Yeah, so, I will so skip. Not the true believers, then, right? No, I hate those. Okay. I mean, it, essentially what I think Holy Boys is and and to an extent like what me and Tom like kind of have in common is that like we really like uh grifters. Like like mm. insincere. I I call them carnies. I li- I like carnies. Like yeah. I like a a guy with a hustle that you fucking look at some of these guys. Kenneth Copeland, like he's a true believer. Yeah. But also, he's like, you know what? I could get a lot of money out of these people it's too, the and I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the American tradition. The political well, ones are good because Hagee. I I liked doing Hagee a lot because he he is not a prosperity guy, but he is a guy that's down in Texas trying to like bring in the end of the world and i love that i love uh, that shit. he's actively trying to uh, breed a perfectly red calf to usher in the second return of christ which is i mean wait like a literal i like to calf? imagine there's a lot of guys yes. in their garage doing the same thing all over america too <laughs> guy painting his calf see that's the thing that hagee doesn't do this is why you know a lot of these guys are true believers right is that hagee could dye a calf's hair and probably make a fucking billion dollars. Hey. Like, come on down to Texas and look at this red calf. It's crazy. The end of the world's coming. And he doesn't do it. And you're like, what are you doing, dude? I would have 10 red calves by now. <laughs> <laughs> now the, 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 yeah, there's like, with Holy Boys, there's like the just straight up hustlers, the Copelands, the Duplantises and stuff. You know, like, 
the the charismatic guys, and then there's like the real politics guys, like uh, the focus on the family dude we did. What's his name? Ugh. Yeah, that guy's an asshole. That was uh, such a depressing I episode. There, I got left that feeling so bad. So, after so like, wait, let me, let me ask a question about the political guys. Is is the is the politics like part of their grift, or do they like genuinely somewhat believe that they can usher in like you know whatever religious you know whatever denomination whatever it is whatever religious beliefs through politics like are they sincere about it or is I it just like another I think they're true group? zealots I really do yeah, yeah. but I yeah. think that they also uh, you know I I tend to think that they also like they're guys that really believe it like it's kind of like like I really believe in this thing but other people really believe in this thing too and they'll pay me a bunch of money to tell them about the thing because i think yeah. essentially what the people that that are in those churches they already have their mind made up about what jesus or whatever whatever religious person wants and they just need a guy to tell them that they're right i don't i don't think any of these guys are like they're educating them a little bit on on like specific bible verses but to me it feels like and i've talked about this with tom and and on holy boys in the past is like uh with pro wrestling if you're on the outside of pro wrestling the people think that you think it's real right uh, yeah. but you know on the i know on the inside we know i know it's not fucking real there is real stuff happening like backstage and that's stuff you can follow but while i'm at a wrestling show, I'm of course going to act like it's real. Like, why would you that's go? Part of the, that's part of the spectacle, like, right? The, the <laughs> suspending belief part, yeah. There's a lot of people that can't wrap their head around around like how all that works. Like, I, I was listening to a podcast about, uh, I forget who it was, it's like this weird left show, and one of the, the panelists was talking about how like they're not able to watch horror movies because they can't like just they can't put it down. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I know that's not mm -hmm. like a one to one with like wrestling or you know the sort of but it is you see. no, but it is though. It's the same dude. It's the same thing with like uh, you know I don't mean to I don't mean to like piss anybody off with discourse about movies that have been talked about a lot. But I mean Avatar, right? Like I love that shit, you know. And there are people who I feel like. Like, they can't turn off this certain part of their brain to just enjoy something for what it is in the medium that it is, you know what I'm saying? So either yeah. either to them it has to have a message or it has to be either their politics or not, like, reflected it. It's like, dude, I they, watch they, movies. They could, they could never enjoy Tulsa King like me and Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't started it yet, Tom. And, oh, and my God, dude. I'm waiting for Katie to go back to work. I'm waiting for Katie to go back to work, and then that's the first thing I'm fucking doing. Because there's no way she's watching Tulsa King. <laughs> Brian, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. I'm sorry, yeah, man. and you didn't even cut you. <laughs> no, but no, no. I think, I think, uh, like, like I think that like people, I think I see this with the Trump people too, and and any of these people, is like I think that the guys sitting in the audience at a Trump rally, like getting really excited and and screaming and wearing the weird, I think they know he's a bullshitter. I don't think there's a lot of people that think that Trump really believes the things they believe. <laughs> yeah. I think that we look at it from the outside, like these guys are morons. I can't believe they believe this. And they just see him as an, a means to an end. He, they don't yeah. think he's God. They don't think he's Rambo, but you know, and he's, and he's in on the joke with them too. And that's the point mm -hmm. of it, right? Is that he knows, he knows that they know that they're in on the joke and that's what they like mm -hmm. about it. You know, 
And where did he learn it? You know what I like? If you think about where he he's credited Vince McMahon a lot with mm-hmm. like learning how to hold that audience in that way. If you can look at like when he did that WrestleMania, which biggest buy rate in the history of of wrestling, like on mm-hmm. pay per view, that's the biggest. That was, that's the biggest still to this. Yeah, it's the biggest wrestling pay-per-view ever, and he was the good guy, and I think that, like, he at that point decided, like, well, shit, you know, I can get people to like me by just saying things, which all wrestling is, is, like, if you're a good guy, your goal is to just get everybody to like you in the room, so you say things like, you people are the greatest, and if you're a bad guy, you fucking say, all the women here are ugly, and then people (laughs) boo you, you know what I mean? It's not, like, a complicated art form. It's basically like <laughs> politics, man. I mean, that's literally yeah. what politics is, right? It's about showmanship. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like the presidents have been increasingly getting more like, like, oh, it's, it's, on one hand, people say, oh, I'm with this guy, like, because I like this guy because I feel like I could sit down and have a beer with him. But at the same time, he's like telling you, like, knows just what to tell you to rile you up. You know what I mean? It's just going <laughs> to yeah. get more performative and theatrical, man. Yeah. 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 I, it is. It's it's amazing because it is looked at like that's what I think is funny about the way that we talk about politics now is a lot like the way we talked about it when it was like these intellectuals on TV that were like, oh, yeah, it was like Gore Vidal talking to like Barry Goldwater or whatever. Yeah, or like that. Yeah. Was, yeah, there was a veneer at that time of respectability, and these are our our smartest people, and 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 I think that like people at the New York Times or people at NPR, I think they still report on politics as though we live in Is that, that still era. The truth, yeah, yeah. But we live in the era where we have Hulk Hogan and fucking <laughs> uh, like. It's I mean, Herschel Walker, man. Like, come on, yeah. dude. Yeah, Herschel Walker, man. <laughs> it's just like, not I mean, as nuanced. The the evolution up from that, I guess, like. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's going to have the same valence, but it's like, you know, influencers as politicians. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's like happening. a millennial Gen Z, you know, Gen Z. You know <laughs> if it, that is if any of them uh, survive these SEC inquiries about like uh, <laughs> pump and dump schemes and stuff like that. Have y'all seen this? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I did talk. We talk. I talked to you, Aaron, on my show because I, I was going through that thing about like The Rock, I think, could be could hold office i think very easily and i think that like he's hit this point in his career as you as you saw with like black adam and stuff like that like five years ago anymore (laughs) yeah and five (laughs) years ago five years ago people would have said there's no way that this guy is ever gonna like he's the most famous guy he's the biggest star he has the most money and now we're kind of like, well, he's kind of a loser. He hasn't had a hit in a long he's time. He's plateaued. Oh, well, here's I, the thing about The I Rock, think too. I, I used to love The Rock. To me, when I was a kid, there was nobody cooler. You know, like, I'm talking about Nation of Domination era, Rocky Maivia. You, you, ain't like Rashiki. You, ain't, you ain't like Rashiki shaking his asses in people's faces? You ain't brother Rashiki? <laughs> <laughs> I remember Rashiki. <laughs> Rikishi, you're talking about Rikishi, Rikishi, the stink face. I see the reason. The reason I'm not a fan of his is that they that Vince used him to uh, pick on people. So like you'd get a match with Rikishi if Vince wanted to have a guy stick his whole ass. (laughs) (laughs) So so if if somebody was in the ring with Rikishi on Raw, they were in the doghouse of Vince. No, that's great. Your yeah. punishment is ass. But I did. But like the thing about that yeah. makes The Rock uncool to me now is it's clear there's nobody in the world that wants to be more famous than The Rock. 
Like The Rock yes. wants to be the most famous guy alive, and it it's went from like being like, oh, he's got that power to it's he's kind of thirsty about it. Mm-hmm. As evidenced by, did you see like his team like leaking these bullshit numbers for Black Adam to Deadline and stuff? Like, he could not hold that L that that movie was bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, I, remember, remember when he said that uh, the power of the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is going to change? Like, you know what I mean? He was making this movie sound like it was going to be like, I mean, I don't know, like the Dark Knight. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is where, this is now the time. We've hit the time, right? Even if you were talking about former wrestlers that are actors, people are like, well, John Cena's better and fucking Batista's better. Like, people respect John Cena and Batista more. So The Rock is kind of third tier in that thing. And I think this is the point where The Rock's like, well, I can afford now to piss off half of the country and run for office because people already think I'm on the descent. And I think, like, that's where these guys... It's like Trump uh, ran for president (laughs) after The Apprentice was starting to... Like, people thought his run for president was to get higher ratings on the apprentice. Yeah. But if you remember, it was already on the down downswing. And then they had Arnold Schwarzenegger host the season that was there the first year Trump was president and Trump just shit on it, like totally <laughs> shit on it because the ratings went down. And I think that's like what happens with a lot of, uh, that's what happens is like, we've now hit a point where everybody has seen Trump. We all saw what happened with Trump. We all saw what happened with Herschel Walker. And that informs what we think politics are now. You know what I mean? This is this is what makes up a politician. He's a guy who's kind of charismatic that's willing to say anything to get you to smile. It's kind of funny. It's like it's like there are no there are no more worlds to conquer. So I'll go try to conquer the actual one. (laughs) Yo, that's exactly what I was going to say, dog. It's like like politics, because the country's so polarized and has been for a minute now, politics is like the newest, well, not the newest, it's been like a grift, right? But it's at this point where everybody has their own audience. So even on the fringes, which are coming more to the center is what it seems like. Like, you don't have to believe any of this shit, you know? You could have been an actor in the 90s, you know? You could have been in real estate or some shit. And now you're like, yo... This political shit looks real easy. Are you telling me one American news network is going to like put anything that I fucking say, no matter how bad shit it say to this? Like, yeah, I'm going to do this shit. When right, and Trump. In Georgia. And, yeah, yeah, and Trump yeah. sort of, yeah. And 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 he showed them that. And I, I think like even a guy, so a guy like Herschel Walker, where you're like, this guy's a fucking buffoon. <laughs> that doesn't even fucking matter at all. At, at, I mean, you, we were going to talk about George Santos, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. think it matters that he's fucking lying. I He might not sit, but for the <laughs> rest of his life. That's how these motherfuckers get the job. That's how they get the job is by lying, bro. Like, I'm sorry, this guy, this guy fucking rules. <laughs> I'm sorry. He does, I love him. <laughs> this guy's kind of awesome. His mom man. died on 9-11. He, he said my mom got <laughs> Killed by 9/11. <laughs> yeah. Yo, bro, on Twitter. Every time yeah. I, I find out a new lie, it's just like it just keeps unraveling, man. It just keeps but unraveling. I, I, love it. I don't know that I've met. Okay, but Brian, you're 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 our lies correspondent. In, in fact, <laughs> you're you're our guys correspondent. Like you know lots about different types of guys. And liars are my top. But that's level your special kinds of guys. Yeah, yeah. that's your that's your that's your that's the, the feather it's, in the cap. Tom, it's because when I was growing up, uh, I was always fascinated with the one friend 
that lies about fucking everything. Like Every- the guy <laughs> that tells you he was adopted. Yeah. And you're like, motherfucker, you look just like your dad. <laughs> I saw your dad pick you up yesterday from school, bro. What you talking about? <laughs> Couldn't deny I used to hang out to. with this. I used to hang out with this guy who looked exactly like nobody has ever looked more like their dad and their sister. <laughs> and he was like, um, yeah, I was adopted. Uh, my parents were rich and they put me up for adoption. And now I'm stuck living in this, you know, crummy working class house. And it's like probably a way to cope. Like he just doesn't want yeah, people yeah. to think he's he's broke. Right, or whatever right. but like uh uh i just remember looking at him and being like why are you doing or i told the story before he's the same guy that we were all kind of talking shit about like we used to go around and break car windows and stuff in a yeah. neighborhood and just we were like we were like really bad kids you know and one day he's just talking to us and he was like yeah man you know me and my friends were out and we decided we were going to break into buster douglas's car and steal his title belt and his <laughs> ring and 250 dollars does buster and douglas even that. live in columbus he does he does oh, okay. that so is- that that part tracks <laughs> <laughs> that part tracks. I don't think he keeps his belt and his rings in his car, though. So he was he was flaw. He wasn't a total neophyte like I was when I was like when I lied when I was a kid. Where I said like uh, Puff Daddy's like uh, you know like my babysitter or whatever. <laughs> your babysitter, you know, yeah. Like your stepbrother. My, your my, yeah. my father invented uh, Street Fighter for cap for the Capcom Corporation. That was another. <laughs> I had, I had right. a couple big loose ones too. I, I know this type of guy because I was one of those guys. Well, point. that's that's truly what got me fascinated in a lot of these guys that that I look at now is just like a guy like uh, you know Man Cow is the most popular greatest liar of all time that I cover. Is he uh, like okay? Who's who's on the Mount Rushmore liars? Man Cow, and I'll tell you why because mm. nobody in the history of the fucking world has ever actually went on the radio and said and on the internet and i can prove all this i was the last person to talk to herve velichez before he died okay he said that okay then he said i was the last person to talk to chris farley before he died that is on tape i have played it on my show he said it and then the motherfucker said i was the last person to talk to brandon lee (laughs) Before he died, he said he he called he said he called me from the set of the crow and said I don't really feel good about this scene, and then that was it. Nobody ever talked to him again. And it's like, why would you lie? Like that is a lie. That is such an amount of lies. This is such a heavy. Also, and I mentioned this online yesterday. He said he was at a party, a New Year's party. And uh, he looked over and the kids were playing with a Ouija board and he noticed that the whole room stopped like time stopped and nobody was moving (laughs) or anything like that. So he ran over, he grabbed the Ouija board, he broke it over his knee and then everything went back to normal and nobody remembered that. (laughs) So he told you to plot for a Hem Night Shyamalan movie? (laughs) Yeah. He's so sick. And I've never heard a guy like, I've just never heard like the like he said he went to Comic Con one year and he was invited to a party and Jessica Alba was dancing on the table and she was trying to seduce him. Which by the <laughs> way, go look at a picture of Manco. She's trying to seduce him and then he like looked away and he said, We gotta get out of here because it wasn't really Jessica Alba, it was a demon. <laughs> and uh <laughs> So so he kind of crossed over there trying to like 
snap up some of that. Uh, who was that guy that we talked about that cast demons out? Rob Larson? Yeah. Bob Larson. Oh, yeah. Bob no, Larson. wasn't it? Yeah, one of those guys. But He was like, trying yeah, to poke he... some of that evangelical interested in demons kind of crowd. Yeah, and, and so like he's this guy that just... He tells these lies. He's just a. The thing about it is, he's just a radio guy. So, like, he's almost expected to lie in a way. It's not a big deal. He's just an entertainer. <laughs> when you do eight hours a day, I mean, you, I mean, you. I mean, you can't. Yeah, you can't you let the truth, truth get in the way of a good story. All <laughs> yeah, the time, exactly. you, know? you also, you also have to. If you're this Santos guy, man, like, it obviously feels like he figured out the grift in 2020. Because he ran for office and got destroyed right. in 2020, and then now he's like, okay, now I now I know what to do. He like, and and that's when he he seems like he's just, I don't know. You shouldn't tell lies that people can easily be like, that's not Ver true. It, like, well, I mean, easily verifiable, especially yeah. well, if you're the man for count, higher office, man. The man count. Doing the I was the last person to talk to this person before he died with three different incredibly famous people that had incredibly famous deaths. Yeah. Like that is just the it odds feels are astronomical. like, <laughs> it, like, like exactly. yeah, the cosmic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, and, and it just it just feels like like you should like you gotta like Santos is a bad liar because he didn't keep him straight. You know, and that's that's the thing. Or he did. I guess like he doesn't understand. He didn't expect people to be like, let's take a look and see if his mom died in 9-11. Well, yeah, you can't, <laughs> you, you, can't, ever do that. you can't be like, mom, you've been gone uh, five years today in 2022. And then like also like five years ago, you said my mother. I, I take this seriously because my mother died in 9-11. <laughs> like you can't you can't lie about shit that ha like has publicly available records. And like, yo, I've lied on resumes before. Like, I mean, I've lied for jobs that like I was not qualified for. But at the end of the day, when you're like running for and I'm surprised all the shit is just coming out after like he already won. You know, like did nobody yeah. think to like look this shit up while he was running? But why would why like the thing is when you look at somebody like this, I understand he's a politician and he should be vetted and shit like that. But when you do look at something like this, like in my mind, as a guy who follows tons of liars that, you know, all these guys, I, I love liars. Like, I think that like the, the thing that people don't get about what a true liar is, is that they 100 percent think they got you. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, they yeah, feel yeah. like they can just say this happened and like you'll just be like, yeah, because people like if you're at a party, right? Let's just say you're at a party and man cow walks up to you. You're having this conversation. He's like, yeah, Brandon Lee called me from the set of the crow and said, I don't feel good about this scene. <laughs> and then he that's died. like that's like he, a LeBron James esque lie. Yeah, you know, like, you know, like and also, LeBron kind of uh, tells the f the future like in retrospect. You know, like that's how he he does the lie. Yeah, like, LeBron's a like he famously he's like kind of the liar du jour. You know, but it, it to me it's like if he says that to you at a party, you're just gonna be like, oh wow, that's really interesting. Even if you don't believe him, yeah, you're just you gonna tell like, he's oh, lying. Oh yeah, yeah. What the hell? You gotta, do it. The you funny thing about James that he's a liar to his face. <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> no, I, 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 what I would say, King. I'll be looking I up like where King. Cool. 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it to somebody not famous. I wouldn't say it to a kid. It's too fucking uncomfortable to be like, I think you're fucking lying. To look somebody in the eyes. To look somebody in the eyes like you fucking liar. Why you lying? Yeah, that's the unfortunate. You call a liar out, it's just going to bring the mood down in the room. So you just you just let them go with it. You know what I mean? Talk about it later. But then they go home and they're like, "Damn." I got that lie. That lie was great. Damn, I read. You know what I, I mean? I, I got voted tonight. I'm, I'm a representative now from New York. I got voted. <laughs> or, or even worse, they just believe it now. You know, they just kind of like. And you got to keep up with the lies. Yeah, yeah. Like man, so he probably believes. That. Honestly, there's part of him that probably believes to some degree that he was the last person to talk to Brandon Lee. <laughs> well, there is the lie. I think there are certain there are types of lies. That like people will call you out. I think if you lie about your mom, the way your mom died, and if it was nine eleven, because people have just like all this feeling wrapped yeah. in to that day. But I think that like well, also what ends up happening five, like five years after yeah. 9-11. <laughs> but I also think that what happens, I think that what happens is nobody calls these guys out. There's why would you lie about how your mom died? Yeah, if like, you're running for reason? office, especially, right, well, why would you yeah. lie about that? You know, well, people expect you to lie about other things, but running for office, people don't expect you to lie about personal details about your life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> why would you lie about that? The big, the big one, the big one though, obviously was that. He uh, he said he was Jewish, right? But now, yeah, now Jew, he's Jew doing, hyphen ish. Now, yeah, Jew now he's yeah, now he's doing a classic lying like guy black-ish. walk back. You know, you get caught in it, and he think they think on their feet pretty quick. He goes, "No, I, what I meant was that, yeah, I was Jew dash ish because but, yeah. you know the show Blackish, but Jewish is right, right. Like that. <laughs> but also." Also, no relation to a Jewish person. Like, blackish <laughs> is because they're mixed. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but, uh, um, well, this but, guy's uh, like, this guy's doing the thing that we all did in Eastern Kentucky, which is we all said our great grandmother was Pocahontas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You pulled Yeah, right. If you're going to lie yeah. about your ethnicity, it's got to be something that's like tangible, but like, you know, nobody's going to check to see if your Dude, great, great, great grandmother was on like such, the rolls or anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's such, a, it's, it's such a white guy thing, right? Yeah. They, like, you, you would want to be anything. Yeah. Other, like, guys would just be like, I'm Irish. I'm not white. I'm yeah. Irish. Yeah. It's like, motherfucker, yeah. you're white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I never bought into because I, I guess like it's this thing of like I, I don't care about my ancestry, but like they're all like the guys just get like this guy, uh, uh, I don't, I don't even know what he thinks he was going to get out of yeah. this lie. Yeah, and I don't know why he would make it, and it's one of. Again, it's one of the only kind of lies people would be like, I don't believe that, man. I don't I don't think you're Jewish, dude. But also it is such a brazen one. I yes. think <laughs> Especially that, in the that... post Kanye era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo. I think it's such a brazen one. I think it's such a brazen one to do in front of people. Uh uh that like this guy has to I mean when when it all started unraveling for him I was just like man he just told like one to if he had just told yes. one if he had told one lie. lie and a couple more similar lies see the thing about lying like this cuz as a kid man I knew this shit if I lied about something to my mom I'd have to remember that lie keep that lie in track 
have lies that follow that are similar, you can't just lie and not keep them all in a row, man, because then you start slipping up. And then people are like, uh, wait, hold up. You say your mom died in 9-11. Now she died in, in what now? Five years later? She died in 2016. <laughs> like, <laughs> this one was alive five years after. Well, actually, she was at no. 9-11. It got like cancer from the shit there, and she died like just that's probably what at, he's you know, gonna say. years later. That's probably what he's <laughs> gonna say, like when he's no. pressed on this. I think at some point he is just gonna be like, "Well, you know, fuck it, I, I would." I may have, <laughs> I may have stretched the truth a bit. I think it'll be one of those like, "Hey, you know, I I stretched the truth a bit. I'm really sorry." And then in two years he's gonna be like, he's gonna be like sponsoring a bill. That makes Donald Trump the king of America for the <laughs> yeah. for the rest of time or something. I just don't think like I I think that like the thing about it is that like obviously it's what I was saying earlier about like uh, reporters think that politics is this like fucking uh, uh, intelligent intellectual thing where people mm. are having these conversations about how they're going to fix the world. And maybe they are like when I was, when we were on tour, uh, we would go to places and that was all the conversations. It would mm. just be us kind of talking about like, you know, how, how, you know, wouldn't it be great if this happened? Wouldn't it be great if this happened? And like that does happen. But mm. I think people are overestimating how often that happens and yeah. that there are more Santos guys yeah. than there are, like, I don't think there's True any, believers. I don't look, yeah, and I don't look mm. at any of these guys as smart. I look at all of these guys as sort of personalities. They're just like, yeah. they're just like uh, uh, famous people. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. That's, that's exactly what they are, man. Another thing, too, is just like, you know, I can, I don't know what the majority of Republican politicians have said about this shit, but I did see that uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and I mean, like, she's the craziest one, right? But I mean, she was like, oh, the only reason that they're going after him is because he's a gay Republican. Like, at the end of the day, if this was a Democrat... Yo, they would have, like, ate him alive. You know what I'm saying? They would have felt compelled to punish one of their own. The Republicans are just going to make a little stink about it, you know what I'm saying, for the spectacle. But, like, they don't give a shit. Like, they just got a seat in New York, dog. Like, why would they punish this guy? Madison Cawthorn, the only reason they punished him because he was talking about coke orgies, dog. Like, you yeah. don't talk about the coke orgies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Any Anything else is, like, is game, you know? Is this guy really I, gay? Is this going to be one of those? He lied about being guys? gay too, dog. <laughs> Did he really? No, no, no. Let me not say that. I, but I, I, I mean, I mean, Brad, Brad, can I, you turn? I'm, I'm losing that. you a little bit. You're a little bit quiet. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that better? A little bit, a little bit more, if you can. Okay, is that better? Just the volume. I, I don't know for some reason you were you were doing good, and then the volume kind of. Did you notice yeah, that, Aaron? Yeah, I did. It started dipping out a little bit. Is that any better? That's a little too much. That's a little too much. Okay, how about that? Yeah, how about that? That's better. That's okay, good. that's good. But I think that, like, I, I, I think that the Republicans genu genuinely do not care if uh, uh, he's lying. Like, they're not going to care. I, I no. don't think the Democrats have like they're. I mean, I think that no, most people don't know about this, right? In the world, yeah. like most people don't know about this. And if I went around and knocked on all my neighbors' doors and said, What do you think about this? and told them the story, they'd be like, Well, yeah, I mean, they all they're all fucking liars, yeah, you know, liars. like that would be what it that's all. I mean, that's really what it is. I, I think it's funny, like, I think everybody would find it funny, but like, I don't, I don't think I trust anything this guy says. I mean, I guess. <laughs> 
I, I, I will say, I'll let it go that he, uh, okay, fine, he's gay. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. feel like the, the, the uh, evidence is mounting that, like, I don't know what he, like, I don't know what he is now, which is fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's going to be know? wild is when we, when it's, it's like Felix's theory that somebody named, like, uh, Gustavo Pythagoras Mueller from Brazil is usually the great grandson of a Nazi or something like that. What's going <laughs> yeah. to be crazy is when we find out this motherfucker is one of those types. Plus, he's got, <laughs> Bel- he's got Belgian ancestry, so we don't need to even say anything about that shit either. You know, <laughs> something's going to happen. I mean, that's that's the other thing is like it's the same thing with guys like like uh, uh, I mean, I just think that you can lie. I I don't I don't I think politics is such a cesspool now, and like it's literally like I said, famous people or entertainers are who the politi- the politicians are increasingly in- becoming entertainers to the point that my daughter will probably be voting for like a pure like entertainer in thirty years. Absolutely, you know? like- and, and I mean also also too, man. Like this is a, a thing we talk about on the show, the e crisis. You know. That we bring up occasionally, like just this crisis of knowledge, right? And at the end of the day, like everything is a fucking lie. We all know all these motherfuckers are lying. I'm not gonna say that Trump is the first person to break that barrier, but like he kind of was, right? Like he'd go up there and just lie about shit, and everybody knew that he was lying. And then the media would try to like fact check him in real time, and he would just keep lying on top of lying and lying. And it just so inundated with lies in a kind of media culture. And I mean, society where like nothing, like knowledge is really not like known to us, you know? Well, that's, I mean, that was kind of like you were saying, yeah, this is kind of the origins of the E-crisis, right? Like Mm -hmm. the man layered so many lies that like (laughs) he actually almost single-handedly sprung us into epistemological crisis. Not that (laughs) we weren't already barreling toward that, but like just down is up, up is down. And like this, this is the kind of thing that produces the Santoses of the world. Last thing I want to say about this guy, this is hilarious. I was listening uh, to NPR or something this morning, and uh, they were, they were talking about this guy claims to be worth two and a half million dollars, and yet he doesn't have a job. <laughs> yeah, or like any like remarkable tax filings or anything like that. And when pressed on how he did that, he just said with the knowing wink. Let's just say I made some good decisions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that like I saw that like none of the places he said he worked were on his resume, which I find like none of them. very funny. Yo, yeah, like Goldman Sachs. This is black op shit, dog. He might just have like shady, you know what I'm saying? Like post-World War II connections or some shit, man, or his family, dog. That's oh, weird. Man. I just think I think what happened is he's a he's a he's a fucking he's a truly weird dude. I think he's just a weird dude, really. And and I think that like if we started digging, I'm I'm sure if we started digging in these because the politicians that came after Trump on Trump's coattails, I think are some of like it's such a weird kind of uh, uh, they're they're entertainers, they're hustlers, Marjorie like a Taylor rogues Green. gallery, man. Yeah, you look at them and you're like, well, these people, there's none of these people are fucking serious, but guess what? They're, they're fucking serious. Like, they're going to exist forever. And, like, the Democrats haven't descended down that path yet. And that's why I've been thinking, like, you know, The Rock is a guy well, that uh, once the Democrats, if the Democrats run The Rock, then both both parties have just become 
professional wrestling. Both parties have just become guys cutting promos on each well, other. Well, won't they have to like uh, kind of win him from the Republicans? Isn't The Rock famously a Republican? Yeah, he is a Republican, but I think, no. Brian, you and I would talk about it. He's not like a Trump Republican, right? No, he, he spoke... Uh, uh, at a Republican convention way back in the 2000s. Like early 2000s uh, when he was still like with WWE. Yeah, when it was was cool to be a Republican. Yeah. Yeah. With Democrats, oh, those are homies. Yeah. I find it interesting too, like with George W. Bush was a guy that like we would sit and pull our hair out saying like, what, this motherfucker's lying. He never apologizes for anything. What the fuck? He doesn't do... Uh, what uh, um, press conferences? He doesn't do any of that stuff, and now that's just normal. Yeah. Shit what, what do you think is the do? reason for that? What do you think is like nobody like ever accepts when they're in the wrong anymore? Like, because hmm. if you do, is you this have like to a rebuke take... of like accountability culture or something? <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is the rebuke of cancel culture. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's no, like the it, dialectical. It is... There's so much money in that too, right? Like, there's so much money in keeping the lie going, and and, and like just not letting up and never apologizing. I mean, uh, George W. Bush got two terms, and and it was on the back of never apologizing for anything. Well, in America, still doesn't. Well, and his dad famously said, "I'll never apologize for the United States of America." Like, even when they were clearly got their hand caught in the cookie jar doing like heinous shit around the globe. Yeah. Well, there's no mm-hmm. there's no consequences, man. And I think, you know, I think about 2008 a lot, too, like the 2008 uh, crash. And like none of these motherfuckers went to jail, you know? Yeah. Like and like the fact that like nope. just nobody is ever like motherfuckers who think that. OK, like last thing, I guess I'll say the, uh, you know, the, the January 6th hearings. Right. Like they just the committee just closed. Right. And they rescinded their subpoena of criminal charges with Trump. And we all knew this was going to happen. But it's like, yo, you ever thought that motherfucker was going to see the inside of a jail? Like, hell no, man. No. Like, nobody gets punished in America for doing bad shit. <laughs> you well, make money off of it. You get famous. What I thought was just absolutely batshit insane is this man literally, arguably committed the only unpardonable sin mentioned in the scriptures and yet enjoyed just rabid popularity amongst the evangelical and Christian crowd. And this is a man that when asked by an interviewer, said talking about trump said have you ever asked forgiveness for your sins like have you accepted christ and asked for forgiveness for your sins and the man said i don't feel like i have to <laughs> and they just say that was just fine post-truth living this in poverty literally crisis, bro. committed blasphemy and it's just like nope doesn't matter <laughs> doesn't matter the, e- the I mean, e-crisis has even reached the church man you know. Yeah, that's essentially where I that's essentially where I want to live. You know, <laughs> this 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 idea that like, eh, you know, I say like Joe Rogan lives in that world, too. I've seen that guy get humiliated 57 times on Twitter where he'll bring up like a meme. Yeah. The recent one was like he was like he was about to cry watching this boxing match between a dude and his son and 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 the dad just whips his son's ass and and he's like <laughs> he's doing this like he's doing this like it's just so sad to me i can't believe this would happen and stuff like that and then the guy's like uh well they aren't father and son and he's like oh okay and it just moves on to the next thing it's like he these guys live in a world where they never have to apologize for anything. They don't have to really know the truth. I mean, I looked at a meme that Musk, Elon Musk shared yesterday 
uh, about the the uh, uh, brainwashed one, the one yeah. about being brainwashed, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. had LGBT. It they had stole MSNBC, from some other poster and, and all the yeah. and all the vaccines in the arms. <laughs> yeah. But but let me say this: the guy on the other side of that is holding an American flag, which is the very first brainwashing we get oh, when when yeah. we're born. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. is the overriding. To me, that is the overriding brainwashing that beats all of those because we can never say anything's wrong with this country at all because it's against America and, and we're taught we're the greatest country. Like, you know how long? I, and Tom, you probably might be the same way. And Aaron, you might be the same. How long did it take you before you were like, you know what? Uh, uh, I think maybe America's bad. Yeah, not 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 long at all. <laughs> not long yeah. at all. It took me I a said, long Aaron, time. Aaron probably learned that a little earlier than most of us. Before I could even walk, I, I was like, "Hold on." That's why I said, "Me and Tom." It's like yeah, yeah, it yeah, takes yeah. if you're a, if you're a white man that's that's like straight and white and yeah, and yeah. living just the normal or what people perceive as like a the normal, normal good life. Yeah. Mm. It's extremely hard for you to like. You have to really be empathetic, yeah, to say like I think America might be bad, and it, yeah. it takes us a very long time to get rid of it. And what irritated me about the Elon Musk thing is like he still hasn't even like he hasn't put that with all the other things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, atheists, so yeah. atheists will be like, I don't believe in God, and it's bullshit. I can't believe you would believe in that. And I'm the same way, but I also am like. I can't believe you believe in that, like founding fathers and shit. That's yeah. incredibly stupid. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, by dude, a factor of ten, probably more stupid than God. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, y'all, y'all know when you gotta in school and shit, and like I mean, before games and stuff, you know, you would say the Pledge of Allegiance, so you sing the national anthem and shit like that, man. And that's just like so weird to me, you know. Like even as a kid, you know what I mean? Like I was never. I guess you were never told to say it, you know, but you were frowned upon if you didn't, you know. Right. It's just like right. I've why? Told- this is weird, man. I've told the story on on a few things that, like, in fifth grade, I, I was a bad kid. You know mm. what I mean? As I said earlier, I did drugs. I ran with the bad kids. We, we did bad things. Mm. And I remember in fifth grade, I was like, I'm going to see how many days I can sit for the national anthem. <laughs> uh, Before? <laughs> the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. As yeah. a joke, like uh, as a, as a like, this is this is so funny, and and it, I did get away with it for like two or three days or whatever, and I got in the most trouble I ever got when I was in school for when they figured out what I was doing, and I think what ended up happening was me and my friend were like, let's have a competition and see how many days you can sit for it. But we got in a lot of fucking trouble for that. And it's just like, people die for that thing and shit like that. Yeah, like yeah, this yeah, yeah, unquestionable yeah, yeah. That's the saddest thing. part of it, that people died for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I know. that should give you pause. The day that I was the most free in my life was when somebody said, people died for that died for you to have that and i said uh well they shouldn't have done that i didn't didn't stick a gun and tell them to do yeah Yeah. that's what i always say when a troop when a troop like how you're not allowed to question a military guy about what they were doing in iraq they're like you don't know you weren't there you know i know the culture and it's like you know the culture as people that you point guns at and yell at all the time you don't know the culture at all if a guy was fucking pointing guns at me and screaming at me everywhere i fucking went i would want hate him and want to blow him up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, 
shit. Well, listen, before I cut y'all loose, the last thing I want to talk about was, <laughs> this is <laughs> just darkly sinister in so many levels, but uh, in Texas, I don't know if y'all saw this or not, but in Texas, uh, 2015, uh, Jeff Ross roast of inmates Jeez. at a penitentiary has been used in evidence to send a guy to his death, to the death penalty. Yeah. How did that work? Like, how did, first of all, Jeff Ross should be in jail. Doesn't <laughs> 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 he a pedo? <laughs> I think he's been. I think he's been me too. Imagine, imagine, one. imagine after they filmed, yo, they were all leaving and packing up this shit to go to crew, and they were, they were like, "Nah, you stay I here." Don't, I don't. I shouldn't say Jeff Ross is a pedo. I don't know that, but I do. Well, I, I do. I do know that if you were at Dave Chappelle's any of the last two summers, there's a good chance that you've been a victim of cancel culture. <laughs> and I know many eyewitness accounts. So they see that motherfucker paddling down yellow, the river in Yellow Springs, Ohio. <laughs> I have to say, I don't. I don't like insult comedy at all. Uh, I just, I think like I like insulting people and I like like roasts and stuff like that. And I like goofing on my friends. But like what Jeff Ross does is just looks at you and is like, look at you, you fat piece of shit. <laughs> so, wait, so it's not, it's not like playing the dozens. Like, you know, your mama jokes, like friendly banter, you know, like tit for tat. He's just like, like saying like actually like offensive, hurtful shit to people. He looks at it's like Don. People are like Don Rickles. He was such a genius, and it's like Don Rickles would point at a black guy and make like racist jokes at him in his audience. That's I mean, you think that's <laughs> funny? I guess whatever. It's a weird fucking cultural thing. I'll I'll give that to you. I'll watch it a hundred percent of the time. Right, yeah. But like, it's I'm also a, not super creative. Right. For the record, it's like I don't care. I don't care if you like Jeff Ross or don't like Jeff Ross or whatever. There's people I like that are awful too. You know, it's whatever. Mm. Oh God, that's all I. Am. Yeah. But what? what <laughs> What? How did this end up putting this guy to death? Did the guy like say something? So basically, something basically, like according to the article, what had happened was, as part of the roast, they would. I guess I've never, I've never seen this. And this is like, this is like one of those bad ideas, like when they were going to make the poor people compete. Uh, the act like in that show called The Activist. Y'all remember that? Yeah. Or they did a, sh- or they <laughs> did a show where that. they did a show where they race swapped a family. Like they right, had a white right. family oh, do blackface and white, yeah. Like this is just a bad idea. It's yeah. just a bad idea. I have that picture. I have the picture of that black and white produced yeah. by uh, uh, Ice Cube. Yes. I have a picture of that guy, the the blackface guy, in my phone. I just, <laughs> it's fucking, it's so fun. the guy. It, the guy just looks like a white guy painted. And he's so happy. And he's so happy to be hair. a brother, bro. He's so happy to be black in that picture. He's grinning from ear to ear anyway. My bad, Tom. Go ahead. I guess, oh, I, no, I, guess, no. I, guess I would say, can you imagine you get pulled over and you're in blackface? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And it's a black cop? <laughs> sir, no, sir, sir. You're like wiping it off your <laughs> No, 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 no. You don't have to shoot me. <laughs> no, you got the wrong idea, man. <laughs> he's like, listen, brother, he got the wrong idea. <laughs> friend of the show, D. Davis, a friend of mine and Terrence's, uh, led this campaign. It's been many years ago to stop CBS from doing this show called The Real Beverly Hillbillies, where they were going to take some, like, white, like, you know, like, just like hillbilly family, probably from Eastern Kentucky or somewhere similar, and put them up in, like, a mansion in Beverly Hills, and then hilarity ensues, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, my God. Like, so monkeys like, in a fucking cage. I mean, monkeys in, like, a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, release, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like civility or civilization or some shit? Jesus Christ, yeah. Fortunately, they took on Les Moonves, who has since been disgraced for sex crimes, 
and won that and won that one. But but yeah, so there, there's a history of this type of stuff. But I guess what had happened with the roast was they were doing like he was like riffing with some of the people that were locked up, mm-hmm. and he there was the guy that was the subject of I think his name was like. Noah Smith or something like that. Wasn't it Hall? No, no. no. Uh, Hall. Hall. Hall, yeah. Something yeah. Hall. I can't Some, I see his first name. Hall. Yeah, this guy Hall. and From Hall and Oaks. Yeah, and I guess, yeah, yeah Daryl Hall. Gabriel, Gabriel Hall. <laughs> Gabriel Hall, right, yeah. Mm. And he asked the guy what he was in for, hacking computers, like as part of the joke, and he was like, well... Something well, also like he was a hold up, he was a Filipino dude too. That's another thing too. Right, like, oh, yeah, I guess yeah, that right, you, right. yeah, he's making kind of like a racist joke, yo. Yeah, like Asians. Oh yeah, computers that's a Jeff Ross like. joke, there, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He really is just the like the the heir to the Don Rickles thing. Isn't yeah, <laughs> always hated that shit so much, and and like it isn't even like I, I know it sounds like I hate it for woke reasons, but I hated it. In my pre-woke time, uh, hey, hey, it has nothing <laughs> like, to do with woke it. or not woke. It's just, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not, not it's not inventive. It's not creative. Yeah, I mean, you guys know I love offensive stuff. I'm not against offensive <laughs> stuff, but like when when it's offensive, just where it's like, uh, look at you, did you steal something to a black guy? It's like that's not. Yeah, I mean, you like fried on, chicken, man. black guy, watermelon. It's like okay, yes, <laughs> it's literally what a lot of that humor is. It is it's it's so surface level. I'm gonna look at you, like you know, look at me and say, uh, well, not anymore because I dress so cool. But there's a time <laughs> where <laughs> hell yeah, I'm like are you look at you, you fucking hillbilly, you fucking loser dad or whatever. And it's like, uh. Although Tom, I would love to see the real Beverly Hillbillies. They should, they should send me they should and just you. Put, put us up in there, yeah. <laughs> put us up in a house. I'll fucking ruin the whole neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So he interviewed the guy somehow, or like pointed him out. Yeah, and, said, and the guy was riffing with him, mm-hmm. and said, "Well, hacking something like that." Mm-hmm. And I guess yeah. what he had done is he had stabbed somebody. Yeah. And like killed him or whatever, and then like maybe stabbed his wife too or something like that. His mother stabbed the mother and son and killed the son and the mother. I think it was his, yeah. Well, that's no, what that's what I mean. I was going to say yeah. allegedly. I mean that's what yeah, he just, that's what he's allegedly in, j- in jail for, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess um, what had happened was they had used that piece of the roast as like his confession that he had done these things. And had and no remorse. And had no remorse for it. He didn't had feel no, bad about it. It had no remorse for it when really and truly he was probably you know how that shit works, dude. You, I know. You know, it's like it's like they bait you into saying shit. It's like the whole reason like real housewives or anything like that works is like, you know, that's just not an organic take. They're like, okay, let's run that back and be a little crazier this time. You yeah, know, let's cut I mean? this out, let's cut this out, let's put this here, yeah. let's to make it seem like more like this I mean it's a spectacle, you know what I'm saying? It's make it seem crazier, zany. Right. Yeah, we mm. could talk about yeah. it, that being in poor taste or whatever, but like the but the fact remains is that was not a sincere confession. And yet there's the court the courts of Texas are not hearing that. Like Yeah. I mean it's a guy having a goof. Yeah. And I guess you could say like ah that's kind of inappropriate to to goof with with people about a dead family or whatever. But if you're innocent, I mean if I'm innocent and I'm in I'm in jail and the guys like what'd you get in here hacking computers? I'm like hacking. I mean I would do that. I'd say <laughs> stop. I mean there's just times where like you get in a situation where you're throwing stuff back and forth with somebody yeah. and you're just like 
I, I mean, I don't do it as much now just because I've I've kind of cooled out in my old age. But, I mean, back in the day, you would just be sitting in a house getting high and just saying nasty or Saying the craziest, wildest shit ever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then your yeah. friend's mom walk in and you all shut the fuck up and be like, yo, chill, 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 chill. Mom's like, <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. Let me go, and, let me and, go and, ahead and, and tell you. I'll just go ahead and tell you. I'll just let you peek behind the curtain of how degenerate men are. You could pick any of your friends that are nominees for Father of the Year and all this stuff, work hard, love their kids, and all this stuff. Dial it back 20 years ago, and almost <laughs> assuredly they were making a joke about fucking kids or something crazy. I just, I, I'll say this. I, it's interesting that you brought that up because I, 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 I'm on vacation, so I haven't worked for like three weeks or two weeks. Um, and uh, uh, I was talking to my daughter. We watched Gremlins on Christmas Eve. Excellent. We were like, eh, you know, let's watch a Christmas movie. We watch it. And the beginning starts out extremely racist to Asian people. <laughs> and it then it moves on. And then there's this really mean old lady that just gets killed in the movie. And my daughter was like, man, this, this is really mean-spirited. And I was like, every single fucking movie... Com every single comedy movie, an old person gets killed or an old lady gets killed or beat up. That's one of the jokes. <laughs> then there's some sort of racism and some kind of homophobia. Like yeah. all the movies. I don't yeah. think we, I, I said this on Twitter yesterday, I don't think we even knew there was the technology to do a movie without all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in order to get the cameras to work, you had to have a certain amount of yeah. things. And <laughs> Rush Hour 3, they had to have like every five to ten minutes, they had to have a racist joke otherwise it just wouldn't work yeah <laughs> yeah the camera doesn't people couldn't process it all shuts off like, yeah, why are they just hanging out being friends <laughs> like they should be racist towards each other like <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about yo what what thing yeah. i want go ahead go ahead bro go ahead but yeah yeah 2002 i mean shit people act like this is some old thing that people have been tightening up since forever and since the 80s or 90s and i truly think that that comedy didn't have any sort of a reckoning until sometime around 2017 you know i i know that i had kind of cleaned up my act in 2011 when we started street fight i i had kind of, that's when i had been like okay you know i'm gonna take some things and treat them as off limits hmm. but but before that in 2010 i was like i want to say the nastiest thing in the world for a living yeah. and then <laughs> you know chapo launched in 2016 and and that's when things started to be like okay i guess you can do comedy that's not nasty and offensive and and shit like that and and like uh uh that was that's really 2014 2015 when a lot of that shit happened whatever you would call cancel culture or whatever when we started to say when we started to say maybe some things could be off limits i think well i mean like i don't, I don't know man like it it reminds me of like uh we were gonna talk about thinking about talk about it. i don't want to like detract too much but like andrew tate going and oh, greta thunberg yeah. going at one each one another man and like you know some of the replies that i've seen because i'm a i'm a purveyor of like bad takes like i love just looking into the replies and seeing the most deranged shit that people possibly can say you know and people were like, yo, it's body shaming him like <laughs> to like oh. say that he has like a small penis. And I was just like, dog, like I understand like 
not even just being politically correct, but not being an asshole to people. You know what I'm saying? But first of all, you're talking about like an alleged like rapist. You're talking about like a misogynist. <laughs> you're talking about like a dude who like is straight up a bigot. And like also like if everything like that is off limits, like where does bullying come in? You know what I'm saying? Like if this is a battlefield and I don't have like you know boxing with your hands tied. Jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? I it's not like yeah. I'm going up in there and trying to physically harm somebody. I can't even make a joke about a dude who's done much worse than people, you know? Let me say let me say this about Greta Thunberg is is uh everybody knows my guys that I have tons of guys. And one of my guys is Bubba the Love Sponge. Uh, <laughs> oh, I've heard he, of this he, guy. He, <laughs> this guy. He of uh Oh yeah. He of the uh Gawker suit. <laughs> he of the guy that got killed Gawker. <laughs> 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 One of them. I mean, there's actually three of them. There's Peter Thiel, Hulk Hogan, and him. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I was thinking the Holy Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> All three he, Brian's guys. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. But he is a guy that is a. He's so stupid. If you listen to two hours of him, you would leave and say this is the stupidest man that's ever lived. But he's kind of charming, in a way. He's just incredibly fucking stupid, yeah. and he's not. A hundred percent conservative, right? Like he got the vaccine. Uh, he he says things that are less, you know. He he's he tries. He's pro-abortion. He's he's all that stuff, right? The reason he's kicked off of Twitter is because he called Greta Thunberg a little bitch. And that's how he got kicked off. So Wait, how old was she? A, it was a couple of years ago. So how old was she? Because like take, take notes, Andrew Tate. That's how you go. <laughs> I, back. I think he said I think he said something like shut up you little bitch about something she posted on Twitter and he's gone now and like I don't think that guy has hate in his heart for for a for a kid nah. you know what I mean I think he heard other people conservative types because he used to have to, he's the guy that got Tucker Carlson in trouble too yeah. you guys will remember yeah Tucker Carlson would come on and say, like, the age of consent should be lower and, and shit like that. Like, he said some really nasty stuff. You can find that on Media Matters, by mm -hmm. the way. Bubba Love Sponge and Tucker Carlson was a big thing. But I think that he talks to people who, are, who he thinks are smarter than him. And then he gets mad and he just decides this person's a target. And I think that's how the entire American right works at this point. Mm -hmm. Is that, like, somebody goes, like drag queens drag queens are a target now mm. that's who we have to go after everybody freaks out and mm. and for a year or two they're just going to attack drag queens it was yeah. the same thing like people were like uh uh the democrats aren't patriotic uh uh they they don't follow the founding fathers beliefs mm. that's why we're going to show up at the state house with a fucking uh a fucking tri-corner cap with tea bags hanging <laughs> off because <laughs> somebody pointed them in that fucking direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh -huh. And I think that's how a lot of this, that's why Andrew Tate, he didn't have any, who cares what Greta Thunberg says? It yeah. doesn't affect him at all. Not a single law has changed. Nothing has happened. The American government doesn't take her seriously. Joe Biden doesn't take her seriously. Nobody takes him seriously. So somebody pointed these really dumb dipshits into the direction mm -hmm. of her. And that's why a lot of the I I, I just after after the 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 thing that happened yesterday, I was like, so, it's just well, I mean, these guys are just attack dogs for for morons. Well, I mean, if, if like you know, we're talking about celebrity kind of celebrity culture and shit like that. I mean, if like all and even in politics, if all of these people, even someone like Greta Thunberg, is an avatar for like 
you know, environmentalism or like leftism, right? Like if these guys are against all of that shit because they don't really have any sort of like material values or any sort of like, you know, they don't really have anything to say. It's all just vibes for them. Of course, she's going to be like the next target, you know? So they just keep cycling around over and over. Or, or like a movie like Glass Onion, you know what I'm saying? That's their next target because apparently it's woke. Like these people don't watch anything to enjoy it. They don't watch anything to be entertained. They watch it to poke holes in political messages so they can be like, oh, this is like an un-American movie or not, you know? I'll tell you what. Ryan, like, Ryan Johnson is a target too. You're yeah. right, Aaron, yeah. that Ryan Johnson's been a target since The Last Jedi. People have been like, oh, this was, and Glass Onion I thought was kind of, it was fine. It was yeah. just a little too online for my taste. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, but like, he's a target that everything he does now is woke. So now every time he makes something and releases it, a guy like Ben Shapiro watches it and says, this is woke, this is bad. And then all of his people are like, yeah, that movie sucks. And they all watch it. They all still consume all the stuff. They just, you know, and, and that's the same thing with like the left does it too with yeah. the Avatar thing where like Avatar comes out and people are like, this is a movie for conservatives. And it's like, what? Listen, let me, okay. hey, let me, let me tell you something. I, this is, I'm going to say this. I've gotten back in the dumb guy TV. Like I've been watching Bro, Yellowstone and, Tul- and Tulsa King and shit like that. And let mm-hmm. me tell you something. It has been like wind beneath my wings. Only, <laughs> only because I don't have to engage in any of that. I could just enjoy it for what it is. You know, like the surface level, whatever. Duh. Yellowstone is Sons of Anarchy with cowboys and, and maybe better casting, gotta, you know? <laughs> it, it sucks shit that, like, I started that show. I, I think the biggest Yellowstone goof of all time is a mix-up, is a mistake to fucking make the first episode 90 minutes. Yeah. You shouldn't do that. Because that's, that's what stopped me. I looked at it and I was like, it's 90 fucking minutes. But I just finished a show that the left, my friends would truly think is makes me the, a bad person called Rogue Heroes. That was probably my favorite show of 2022. And it's about the British SAS, which is, I guess, like their CIA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like this really, it's like this really macho depiction of like these guys that are probably were a hundred percent doing war crimes. I mean, they do war crimes in the show gleefully. Yeah. yeah, and they're yeah smiling yeah. and they're all having like the best time of their life. And it's like, for some reason I sit down and I watch something like that. And I'm like, I, I really think Tom, the way you bring up Yellowstone and stuff like that, I honestly think that part of it is like, I need to, I have these impulses in me. I need to exercise these impulses. It's better to do it at a movie or on TV than like to watch like Sons of Anarchy, right? Where it's like, it's the dumbest fucking show that's ever existed in the history of the world. And you watch it and you're like, yeah, this is, you know, Walking Dead is another one. It's these shows about what conservatives deem hard choices. I have to make hard choices because doing a bad thing. Missions. Missions are a big part of these shows. And well, and it's also like, okay, so Sons of Anarchy, spoiler alert, uh, the guy, he goes on a fucking killing spree in in the last season of that show. Jax goes on this just fucking he kills like 19 people in the first three episodes or something like that. And like and same thing with uh, The Walking Dead for the first few seasons. Right. It's like I would watch those shows. (laughs) I would watch those shows and be like, these are this is somebody watching this and saying, like, I would never kill anybody. Mm. I, I can't stand the thought of killing somebody. But if that happened, I'd have to kill that person. <laughs> so these shows about these, these like, 
complicated decisions yeah. that a character on a TV show just reacts by shooting somebody yeah. in the head. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what these people are watching it for. It's it's the it's the feeling of like, yeah, that's the decision I would make too. <laughs> I mean, you you watch it to be entertained and like reflect some like I guess reality or like how you think about yourself, right? You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. like people watch like I don't know, dude. I've been watching like sci-fi shit for like the past year now, and dog, I just like turning my brain off. And Star Trek is political, sure, but dude, I just want to see oh, shit. Yeah. I want to see shit blow up. I want to see aliens. You know, I want to see spaceships, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to turn I mean, my I'm brain the, off. I'm the same way. I I fucking love movies with like cars and guns and explosions, and people shooting stuff, and a lot of times. The people doing the stuff are cops. I don't like the fucking police at all. I'm not a guy that's like, I love the police. I love movies where people get killed and shoot at each other and sneak up on each other and fight. And a lot of those have the police. Although I do feel like things have changed Mm. over the past like two years that I don't think we're going to get any more like cop movies where where the... Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I do think... I, I, uh, uh, I do think like... We're gonna get more vigilante stuff, which I would argue is maybe worse. I'm, a, I'm just <laughs> like I'm just the equalizer is that that's what the equalizer is a vigilante show, and it's like oh that's that's maybe not goody. I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you, there's two paths to TV, like gold, okay, but the surest one, the surest, surest, surest one is you got to have a hot son that unnecessarily puts his family in danger. Mm-hmm. Jax yeah. Taylor, Casey from Yellowstone. That is that is that's the difference. It's like when you look at the map of you know everybody watched White Lotus and that was like a moment. And it's like you look mm-hmm. at that and it's like okay, two million people watched White Lotus, a, a, just a fucking nothing burger episode of Yellowstone that aired the same time as that finale had had fifteen million viewers. <laughs> Yellowstone, <laughs> Yellowstone is what people are watching there's like seven yellowstone spinoffs and it is a thing that i like i feel like i need to sit down and just i need to get started on because it is the exact type of thing that will get me addicted especially because i watched like the first 45 minutes i want you i I want you to watch yellowstone and tulsa king come back and we'll just have at it I'm going to. I'm going to watch both of those things. I just finished. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what's a really good show that I'm watching that people don't talk about is Southside. I don't know if you South guys. Side's are great. Yeah, Southside's great. You guys are watching it too. I, I nah. watched. I, I I got into it. it's the uh, about the 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 coke in Chicago. There's two yeah. cop. Oh yeah, it's in Chicago. It's a, it takes place in Chicago. It's like a half hour comedy about these two guys. Well, two of the characters are guys that work at a rent rent to own place mm. and they uh uh repo people's stuff you know they're the repo people okay. and two of the characters are cops and they're kind of goofs and they just goof around a lot but it is like i think i got turned on to it because somebody said like it it is a show for like it's it's a show for poor people yeah. is really yeah, what yeah. it is and it's 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 a comedy show for it all the characters are black there are no white characters and i really like the concept of like i live in this neighborhood i'm broke and but i have to repo your stuff (laughs) yeah yeah like i know i know how it is but you know i got a job to do (laughs) you know what i mean yes and i'll be like you if i don't do my job (laughs) yeah it's the same thing with the cops in the show it's like i don't want to i i i just want to be good for the neighborhood and they end up 
goofing on the cops and stuff like that on the show. Mm-hmm. But it's just this like really good half hour comedy, and I I haven't seen anything like it in in so fucking long. And there's like three seasons of it. And I just I wish more people would just be like would watch it because the guys that are doing it are so talented and i really do feel like that's a that is a political statement that i think everybody Mm. there is a political statement in that that i think everybody should think about and it is that like if i grew up poor Mm. uh uh and i like because you know if somebody in your neighborhood becomes a cop everybody's like you're a fucking sellout yeah you know or, or if you're a repo man you're a fucking sellout and it's like but you know, everybody has to live. Mm-hmm. And like, unfortunately, there, of course we want I, everybody these to are, I try to that. keep it this in mind every time I want to like, go upside the head of a Lex Park meter maid and down here. That's like, yes. It's like, it's like, yes. it's like, it's like, it's like, yes, you are a class trader. Yes, I want to physically assault you, but like, I also understand that like, you know, you're making bullshit money to like, Make everybody in this fucking city hate you. So exactly, I know. I walk. Exactly. I walk by them and I just give them the fucking nastiest look. The parking meter people. I just give them the nastiest fucking like fuck you. But in my mind, I'm like, you know what? If I didn't have any money and the city was like, and the city pays decent money and the city's like, go out there and write tickets. And you got benefits I and mean, shit like that too. Yeah, man. At some point, you have to just. At some point, people have to settle for a job, and it sucks. And 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 you really wish that that's what I think socialism offers a lot of times mm-hmm. to me is this thing of like I don't because in capitalism, like we live in this world where everybody has to have money and everybody's desperate and everybody needs benefits. Mm -hmm. So that's why people take these jobs. I have a friend that I grew up with that was like one of the nicest. He's a nice guy. He did a lot. I mean, he he was a decent dude, but he was a repo guy because he had two kids. And that was the only job he could fucking get that would let him because his wife had a low paying job that worked her more than 40 hours a week. It was the only job he could have where he could stay home most of the day until his wife got home in a flexible mm-hmm. sort of situation, and then he could go repo cars, which sucks, and I hate it, but, like, but how else I think we do, family, have, you know? we do have to reckon with the fact, and I think that's what that show does, and it's a comedy, so it's actually, you know, it's not heavy-handed or anything like that, but I think that show does, is attempting to reckon with the fact that, like, some of these people that we demonize mm. and and don't, don't like are are also just trying to make it because the basic premise of the show also is that the two guys that are repo guys are trying to hustle and come up with different ways to make money and get rich yeah they're just cogs so in, it is like they're just cogs in the machine man you know what i mean yeah it is a weird thing that it's a show i think it's a show that everybody should watch because it's an indictment of capitalism without constantly saying because that's i i think me and you talked about it aaron mm-hmm. is like we watch these movies that are like have like 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 glass onion that are beating you so- beating you over the head man <laughs> it's just so performative yeah. where it's like dog like okay man like you, i'm not even if i didn't have these views already like what do you think people are gonna watch this movie and walk away with it with the <laughs> ideas that you've transmitted in their heads no man people just want to be entertained yo you know yeah that's the way i think about i i do think like like I would rather watch something that I can that it's going to be easy to walk away from it knowing what the person was trying to get you to think mm. than uh, than watching some movie like a Marvel movie like 
that that's like uh, sometimes the FBI is actually like good. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, sometimes the superheroes have to help the FBI destabilize countries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes the, the cost Afri- of doing the, business. <laughs> sometimes the space Africans and the sea Mexicans have to fight. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, bro. The CIA is right there, but they're fighting each other. That, okay. <laughs> I got to say, I do have to say the the Black Panther thing just felt like that, the the uh, uh, that Wakanda movie. versus whoever the C. I did too. I, I fucking hate it. We talked movie. about it. I regretted twenty dollars, uh, man, for that shit, dog. Twenty five dollars for that ticket. I've still not. I've still not seen it. I might go check it out now that I can. Dude, <laughs> the, the lesson at the end of the story is uh, sometimes people have to wa- try to wipe each other off the face. Of the <laughs> yeah, earth. and it has sometimes. Uh, it just has to be black like, people. Like, like, war, like, like, and sometimes it's. Sometimes it's not even white people that do it. You know it. what's crazy. interesting? After all the shit they caught for the white CIA guy being the hero of the first one, you would think they would try to like rectify yeah. that the second go round. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the lesson of that movie really, to me, felt like sometimes nations get destabilized and shit gets fucked up, and it's not white people doing it. It's the it. invisible it's hand. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's the fault of the pin, the, the tin pot dictator in this country. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How did it get? How did this country get this way? Don't worry about that part. <laughs> yeah, don't start thinking. Of, and also, the uh, Tom. I know you said like they caught shit for the FBI guy being a hero, but guess what? He's in this one too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in this one too. <laughs> Again, yeah. incredible, uh, incredible. The MC. Well, he's like the 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 movies that are are like we're the wokest of all time, and it's because like there's they're they're like because you remember right? I think me and you talked about this too, Aaron. Where that like at the beginning of the MCU, people were like, uh, "There's no black characters, yeah. there's no women," yeah. and they were like. Oh yeah, that's right. So then, when Black Panther came out, there was a big celebration. It was a movie with dog shit politics. But Disney and the MCU were like, "Look, it's what, black what was the other we one? Black people. What was the other one, man? The Shang Shang Lichi or some shit like that? It was basically Shang-Chi. like Chinese Black Panther. Like it used the same and model. You know what I mean? When this dude has to reconnect with his is, heritage is, or some shit like that. This is this is like the kind of shit that the politics of like representation is like the end all be all not saying it's not important yes. but like that it, it's the yes. end all be all of race politics yes. and that's like that's what you get when you think that's what yeah you know that's what it always feels like to me. it always just feels like look you know we're all the same uh uh we just put we, we're, we're just like with black panther and shang chi the, the disney and the people that made it don't grapple with politics yeah. at all yeah. like there's no grappling with politics yeah. for these movies although they have a ton uh, of politics until the pentagon like, gets to vet the scripts and then like exactly exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly but they 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 don't that yeah like i said they don't like grapple with real politics they just say look we made the chinese one now. yeah we made the chinese so, yeah they just those movies are literally they could have been white people they just replaced them with chinese people that's it you know what i'm saying there's nothing about the movie that's political i mean i guess except black panther because it wouldn't be exist if he was in africa but whatever even that is like hollow you know but yeah uh, uh, yeah the, the the hollow sort of it sucks because the conservatives see this stuff as like 
woke and brainwashing everybody and then we see it as like this is bad sinister yeah it's sin- and sinister and bad. cynical and bad you know it's just not good. Yeah. it's not making anybody happy but it's the highest grossing shit out there jesus man hey real quick before i let you boys go look quick little right. rundown everybody's doing their like best of it year in list and i don't want to like you know uh regale our listeners in the 25th hour with like our personal picks but just real quick what were some of the things that stood out to y'all like tv music movies whatever well, that you really got into this year i gotta say south side is a big one for me rogue heroes was a big one for me and uh me and the wife really like yellow jackets earlier in the year I heard that i'm trying good. to think of yeah i'm trying to think of movies yellow jackets wife that- yellowstone husband <laughs> Yes, yes, I got to do Yellowstone. I, I, <laughs> That's I what am I'm... going to. I'm trying to think of of what... Oh, I know the movie that I really like this year that we'll never see a sequel to, and it's a shame. Uh, Confess Fletch. I love Confess that movie. Confess Fletch, okay. White a bat. Mm. Yeah, it's John Hamm playing like a smart-alecky detective mm. that gets caught in a murder scheme. It, it's very fun. It's a, it's a, it's a very, like, I, I don't know. I kind of like, I like detective things. And I like like when the detectives are kind of charming and lighthearted yeah. and kind of stuff Whimsical. like that. I don't, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what came. I keep trying to think of what came out this year because I I wanted to uh, make a list of like movies, but uh, everything blurs together when you get to my age. Yeah. So uh, it's every year. <laughs> I should get a letterboxed right. Like that's what the people do. That, that that's like what, yeah, man. People were telling me I should do that. Yeah. Um, we'll be shit. Great. What did I? What did I watch? I think if people didn't see it, they should check out Triangle of Sadness. That's a movie that I saw this year, starring Woody Harrelson. Um, I don't know the other actors. Yeah, but it's it like, got a lot of buzz. I've not seen it yet. I've been wanting to see it. I've heard. Oh, I've heard some people say it's the best shit ever, and some people say it's overrated. I don't. It's pretty good. It's too late. It might be too late for this for some people. Oh, God damn it. Now I remember. I looked up movies I like. First of all, Violent Night was really good. I really enjoyed that movie. But my favorite movie of 2022 is Problematic, number one. Number two, Top Gun Maverick. Baby, that was the you best know what, movie. Man? That's the best movie of hey, the I was thinking about watching it. Save, it saved the movies, you know? Hey man. It did. It's I was thinking about watching that. Uh I was thinking about watching that after this. Also, too, man, I gotta throw in Avatar, you know. I think similar in terms of Top Gun Maverick, you know. Just a fun, yeah. a big, fun like theater look, movie. Yes, man. And not that's something, and I know that like I guess Avatar is a Disney movie in terms of production, but dude, he wrote this shit before you know what i'm saying before production he wrote this shit like oh, yeah. it's an original idea that's a big fun dumb movie you know like oh you know what else was what? you know what else was super i gotta watch that i i think you'll love top gun maverick if you can get in a theater and see it try i should have went to but, the movies to see it man dude it's the it's no cgi watch shit on my Mac. It's literally number one all the shit was real they, they yeah. didn't use cgi all the shit was real so it's incredible to watch it just looks really cool number two it's such a vanity i love vanity projects mm. and basically the plot of the movie is damn isn't tom cruise cool yeah it's pushing 60 years <laughs> old man and he still looks good <laughs> might be a crazy <laughs> but motherfucker x, but he looked cool as hell yeah i liked x and pearl too i don't know if anybody watched the those, but, uh, yeah. 
Oh, I got yeah, they're great. I got one show too to recommend. One show that I like uh, a lot, uh, a sci-fi show that's one of my favorite ones. For all mankind is on Apple Plus, and I think this year was their third season. It's about an alternate history where the uh, Soviets land on the moon first. So the whole space race through the '60s up until the '90s is like supercharged, which means like socially, um, um, like technologically, like people are using like. Uh, smartphones in the 90s won Mars in the 90s and I don't know man it's a wholesome uh, Ronald D. Moore who did Battlestar Galactica people know and also wrote some Star Trek episodes uh, but it's a wholesome dope show that kind of makes you like damn like, what if you know what I mean it's pretty tight yeah it's very good. It's, very it's good. a very good show. Very good. I've seen like most of it. I haven't watched much of the third season yet, but mm. I, I will definitely finish it. I'm like two and a half seasons in. I, I, I really dig it. Mm. But yeah, uh, what is the other? Like, I'm trying to see if there's a comedy because, oh, you know what else is good? Mm. Bullet Train. I love I heard movie. Bullet Train was good too. <laughs> so it was fun. fun. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing that happened with me this year was it was sort of like, well, I like I want to watch. I'm so tired of everything being sort of serious, mm -hmm. you know, and, and even like like comedy movies have like this, like one of my favorite comedy movies of the past few years is like it's called Plan B. Mm -hmm. And it's about two women in a in a state that have strict abortion laws trying to get Plan B. And uh, uh I loved it. I thought it was really fucking good, but it was also very, very uh, uh, ham-handed. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> we're, we're going to try to make a dark comedy about something that's very serious, but we have to remind you about how serious this is. It's like, right, right. You do, you do get to... There is like one of the great scenes of anything I've ever seen. This guy asks her to suck his dick for money, and she's like, okay, fine, I'll do it, and then bites it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a close-up shot. It's Jesus. one of the craziest fucking things I've ever seen. It's fucking gnarly, man. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. shit. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of stuff I really dig uh, from this year. But uh, I, I have to say that, like, X, I loved Pearl so fucking much. I, I just, X and Pearl were really good. But uh, Top Gun Maverick. If you haven't seen Top Gun Maverick, you know, obviously, also, I'll say this for the people that are like, ah, it's propaganda, right? Uh they don't even name the country they're bombing or show anybody to indicate <laughs> yeah. that they're from another country. They just say, this is a dark country that does bad things. And it's like, okay, I can fucking listen, be like, okay, fine. Yeah, they do bad stuff. I might, Too bad. I, listen, I might have a hot take that's similar with Avatar, but people that are like, oh, like, you know, it's... um. You know, he's remembering a story of indigenous people, right? In in America and in Africa, right? But like, bro, they're blue people. They're fucking aliens, dog. You know what I I'm know. saying? Like, how are you getting offended? Like saying, like, well, you're stealing it. They're aliens, man. They don't exist. The same way Dude, that that country's not real. This is not real. It's a fucking movie, bro. All right. I'll say this. I'll say this before we go, because I know I keep stretching your show. <laughs> this <laughs> nah, you I was on tour with I was on tour with Jack and Leslie from Struggle Session oh, for yeah. like uh, a week and a half, right? And we were talking in the car and they they were reading comic books while we were driving, but then would pop up, we'd have these conversations. We were kind of talking about Batman. And uh I I said, like, you know, it's it's sort of annoying that people are like, Oh, he beats up you know, mentally ill people and shit like that. And I was like, but I don't know how to counter that argument. Like, I, because he does. He looks That's cool doing it. That's how you sure. counter it. He looks cool and, doing it. That's it. <laughs> and Leslie said this. Leslie said this. And it's the greatest thing anybody said. 
they're fictional characters and they're all real criminals. Like there's nobody that's not like a real criminal yeah. that he's beating it up because they wrote the fucking movie to have real, they're real criminals. Like people that you would have to get out of your yeah. neighborhood. Yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. not real people. Yeah. The things that happen in movies isn't fucking real. I have to say that to my daughter all the my my brother, yeah. right? He loves action movies, but he does not like any action movies where somebody's in peril. Well, that's like right? that's like that's like what we were talking about when we opened the show with like you know suspending disbelief and all those. <laughs> it, uh, he waited until like this year to watch uh, uh, John Wick movies because he was like, it seems like really like a bummer that his dog gets killed and his wife's dead. Well, I mean, like, like it's dude, it's called a it's called a movie where plot things have that there's an inciting action that happens where you know what I mean. Somebody has to be a danger. There has to be a hero's journey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, dude, if that didn't happen, it would just be a movie about, about a guy, guy playing with his people. fucking dog, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I could do that in real or life. Just the guy that went, like, if, if an, there's not an inciting incident where somebody's in trouble, where the family gets kidnapped or something like that, then it's just a movie about a psycho serial killer that's running around killing people. <laughs> right. for no I'd reason. rather there be a reason for why he's doing it. Wait, Todd, before we, before we go, what, what was your... Uh... What was it? you have any hits from the year, man? I mean, I I I really liked uh, uh, Banshees of Inisherin. And I'm a I'm a McDonough apologist. Oh, I, I get watch that. I, I get watch that. the 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 thing I've taken probably the most flack for on this show, other than uh, entertaining lab leak theory in last week when people got upset saying that I was marginalizing people worried about COVID, even though I'm like definitely one of them and a holdout guy. You know, like yeah. like like anybody that knows me knows that. But the if the, the the other thing I've taken the most shit for is really liking the movie Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri for some reason I don't know why. <laughs> but man, she's a finish here by uh, the same. Guys. I gotta watch that. I loved In Bruges like so much. Yeah. It, In Bruges is one of the big bummers of my life is because I loved it and I told all of my friends how great it was when I saw it and to the person every one of them came back and said it was boring. <laughs> And I was like, yo, I hate well, that I shit. I How can I trust up. your opinion on this Top Gun Maverick? You, you <laughs> led me astray with <laughs> Imbruge. Bro, I, I, I hate that shit when I'm so excited about something to tell somebody. And they actually go and watch it because they trust my judgment and come back and tell me they didn't like it. I'm like, motherfucker. I'll never do you Dude, any favors again, the, bro. You need a, you need a well, ride. Quick coming nah, to the you. taste factory then if you want. You know. <laughs> Aaron, yeah. I, I go to the movies alone for that reason. Yes, me too. Like if a lot. I, if, me too. If I see a movie looks bad but good i'm like i ain't fucking taking anybody you don't ruin my time yeah. we'll leave the movie and you'll be like eh, this is stupid it's like no shit everything i watch is fucking stupid like I everything is dumb that's the it. fucking point bro <laughs> yeah oh shit yeah. oh shit well wow. oh it's so fun i haven't podcasted in two weeks yeah bro. me me I'm neither man actually i forgot i've been on a little vacation man ah well it was fun to knock the rest off to you boys it did. It was very fun. Yeah. I, I I have been like telling people, yeah, get a hold of me after January twenty second. But when Tom comes calling, the B dog comes. I know. Well, I, <laughs> I, I know. I, I forgot you're off, man. I didn't mean to Dude, call, call you in on your all. day off. <laughs> <laughs> well, John has me doing the POD cast today too, oh, so it doesn't man. even really matter. I have to do it, and at five o'clock, I have to do the POD cast. Oh, so yeah. I was going to be busy anyway. It don't matter. But then it is fifty degrees outside. Yo, right it's now. warm here too, man. And it's been uncharacteristically cold in uh in Atlanta, but uh it's it's pretty nice today. 
Oh, I was in misery when it was like minus. Bro, that shit is racist weather, dog. Anything below 65 degrees is racist, bro. I'm sorry. I don't even care if you're not black, bro. It's just it's just a hate crime, man. I hate that shit. I've been waking up. I bet I sent my my I was like I got up at 11 and I went back and lay back down till 1. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. And she's like, winter. And I was like, then why can't we move? Why can't we not <laughs> move further be, south? I'm telling you, I'm praying my daughter just says like, you know what? I'm going to go to school in Seattle or something. And I'll just fucking, okay, fine. We'll go there Let's too. Go there you too know? Yeah. She's, she's being recruited by a school close to here that is cheap or would be cheaper for her. And also they want to give her a full scholarship so it wouldn't cost any money. Mm. But they send her... They send her uh, letters almost every day, and she thinks they're too thirsty, and I know she's not going to go there. Yeah. She's going to go to somewhere expensive, for sure. <laughs> it's like, OU is not a bad school, but I guess they've, they've been too thirsty for her. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, well, fellas, I appreciate y'all uh, making the time, and... Uh, yeah, y'all out there listening, if you like what you hear, please go over to patreon.com slash Party, where for the low, low price of $5 a month, you get an extra one of these every week. We've been a little bit off our schedule because we've been imperiled. We've faced hardship yeah. toward the end of the year, and I appreciate all y'all... Uh, <laughs> No, yeah, micro no, dosing. We've been macro dosing. Tra- micro dosing. Uh, we've been macro dosing tragedy. Yeah, we've macro dosing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but well, uh, you if you want also to come over to the Street Fight Patreon, I am starting new something new this week. A new series. People love the new series, and uh, I think this is a good one for all people that were alive in the two thousands. It's called Now We're Cooking, hmm. and it's a deep dive into Dane Cook. <laughs> <laughs> Go check it out. You said alive in the 2000s, it could have been anything than Dane Cook. Okay. Dane Cook is the most 2000s name you can ever come up with. I had to find out about him. And guess what? He's a guy. He's one of my guys now. He's one of your guys. El Dano. Dude, every time a Dane Cook word. Uh, with the plug, uh, no, nah, I mean, people should listen. Everybody loves communism. Um, that's the podcast I do with Jamie and Jorge about communist theory and uh, news and media. So people can check that out. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Hell yeah. Well, Let's I do the fucking drill bellies for Pete's sake. I didn't mean to catch you off there, bro. What was you going to say? I'm, I'm saying that I hear Tom's voice uh, every other day in this house because my wife listens to the show. And uh, when when you guys were, were having trouble there, she was like, hey, is Tom okay? And I'm like, I think so. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, she's really missing your show. So now it's ruined. Because she's gonna listen to this show and I'm going. Did to you be tell? Did you tell her you have to hear me? Don't t- don't tell her that you're going on. Make it be a surprise. She knows. She knows already. I, she knows. Yeah, I, I won't put. I won't put right with now. special guests. I'll just <laughs> sneak up on her. Make her listen to me, for fuck's sake. She doesn't want to listen to me talk about Dane Cook. She should listen to me do this. Oh, shit. Well, fellas, I appreciate it. And uh, last episode of the year. So uh, happy New Year's to you and yours. And uh, yeah, we'll see y'all in the new year. See y'all in the new year. Bye. Happy New Year. <laughs>